Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has great floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. With Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker, and it is great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. And it's great to go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line when Joe Vitale is standing by, blues analyst and one of the smartest people I know. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, hey, Randy. You guys, I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. I'm so excited to be a part of your show again this year. And these Fridays, you have no idea how much I look forward to them. I look forward to him, too, and I was just telling Kerry how fun this is. And I want you to weigh in on the big controversy here in the opening drive this week. Macaroni and cheese, Joe Vitale. Spork, uh, fork or spoon? Wow, that's a great – listen, I think I think it depends on the, the, the setting. Listen, I've been I've been in a proper setting at Thanksgiving, and, and, and Kerry, you've been there as well, where I think it's appropriate to use a fork. I, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's the right thing to do, but – but then again, you know, I, I've come back from a bit of a bender on a Saturday night. It's 1 a.m. on a Sunday, and I see some leftover mac in the, in the fridge, and, and I go all caveman. I get, I get a little caveman. I'm not going to lie to you. And, you know, it's not even – It's not even. Uh, we're not even talking about a tablespoon. I'm, I'm talking a serving spoon. I'm like, you know what? You know what? If I have to use a serving spoon to get the mac out of the pan, why – waste another dish, then my wife's going to yell at me for not putting the dishwasher. Yeah. I'll just use the serving spoon itself. I, I do get a little cane, man, so I'm going to go hybrid. It can go either way. It depends on, it depends on how much alcohol you intake that day. Let's put it that way. Joey, I, I do agree with that. Now, if you're just straight out of the pan and you have the serving spoon, there's no need to dirty up another dish. It's late. It's it's it, Maybe there are a few uh, beverages associated with this late night binge. <laughs> That's fine. But we're talking about sitting down. It's served on a plate and and as an adult, I just felt like most adults eat it with a fork. Rocky O chose to say the other way, and we're still trying to. We're just polling people's, getting the, the getting the, the opinions of of of, of St. Louisans to figure out which one is best. And Joey, if we, we understand. You have young children. We, we, this is an adult conversation. <laughs> we, we, we get that your kids are going to get the crab macaroni and cheese. They're going to eat it with a spoon, right? That, but that's a different conversation. Well, I think for the kids, it's always spoon because it's less of a mess because when you think about stabbing mac- soft macaroni with a fork, it just gets to be it gets to be a little bit all over the place. You know, I just I think that, you know, with a spoon, you just you just do channel that inner caveman. I think in a setting, like if it's your family, like your mom, your wife or your kids, I think that's fine. But again, if I'm at a Thanksgiving dinner or we're at a potluck and I'm with some friends, uh, the worst thing my wife would ever notice is if I'm over there shoveling macaroni and cheese <laughs> in my mouth uh, down my gullet. She she would say something. She would always say something. And this is hard for me, guys. Like this is you talk about transitions into normal everyday life after hockey player. I mean, it's it it was one of the hard things. You know, uh, one of the things I had to really get accustomed to was. You can't just say what's on your mind to people. I, I would always just if if someone if someone had a bad look that day, I would just say it, and then I would get in trouble later for it. If I you know you look up and down at their clothing, you find that you find the first thing to rip on them. I found out very quickly that most men don't like that, so I learned that quickly. And then the other thing was when you're eating meals, um, 
you can't you can't be a garbage disposal. And and you know the thing about it is hockey players, especially. I'm not sure how football and baseball are, but you know with those pregame meals. I mean, listen, you're on the road, you skate in the morning, you come back to the hotel, and then you're on the clock, man. Like you're looking at that clock, you're like, I gotta get down for my pregame nap by this time. So it's just like, I got to shovel this food in my mouth as quick as possible. Robert Bortuzzo is by far the <laughs> fastest eater. I mean, he doesn't even breathe. He's just inhaling the entire time. So that's something that, you know, when you, um, I feel like I was, I've been in prison for 20 years. Okay, now that I'm back to, back to life, how do I, how do I get re- Acclimated. I felt like uh, Andy Andy Dufresne from Shawshank. Do you feel like you're acclimated? No, I don't feel like I'm acclimated. I can't eat proper. My wife's all over me about it, but no, it's all good. You can go either way. Joey, that, you are 100% correct as as when you become, when you leave professional sports and you become uh, back to civilization, trying to figure out some things that, that other people have done. One of the toughest things for me was trying to figure out how to get a job after I got done playing. I didn't know. I was a 30-year-old man that had never had a resume or had never been on an interview and I didn't know anything I didn't even know how to get insurance Joey I, I had to google all of these things because I didn't know anything it, it, it is a tough transition back to civilization from from being a professional athlete it, it's very hard I mean it's, it's very very difficult and, and it takes time and it takes support obviously and you know you mentioned you mentioned the insurance and, and I remember uh, one of the players on my team I'm not going to mention his name but uh, his house his house flooded his house flooded out. You know, I'm just gonna say it. Tyler Kennedy. He wasn't the brightest bulb. He wasn't the brightest bulb in Pittsburgh. His house flooded in the summer, and he called. He called our, our player rep on our team, which was Craig Adams. And Craig Adams is a Harvard grad, smart guy, and he was he was actually on my line, uh, brilliant beyond years. And he called Craig Adams uh, during the off season. He's like, "Hey, Craig." He's like, "What's up, TK?" He's like, "Hey, um, my house flooded." Like. Don't we have like insurance through like the league? He's like, well, well, he's like, well, you, well, you, got, you got health insurance, but we don't, we don't provide homeowners insurance. I mean, I mean, that's how, that's how program and dumb, uh, dumb we really, uh, we really are. But no, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. And you know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at the airport the other day, you know, Carrie and, and Randy, and, and I, I step in and, and I think I'm looking okay. You know, I got my suit on and everything seems to be fine. And I think if I walk down Kirkwood, people are like, wow, that guy looks very sharp. But, of course, you're stepping into an area with hockey players. And, and Robert Bortuzzo, he looks at me and he looks me up and he looks me down. And we, I immediately stopped him like, this is a hockey guy. You know what? Because you are literally looking for something to rip on me about. And he started dying laughing. And you know what? It, it's it's so funny. It's so funny. And I, I've actually done a little more research about this. Uh, I'm not sure if I told you this on. Uh, if I have, Randy, you can stop me. But you know this this thing where you you rip on rookies, or you have like this initiation, or you make you make new guys' lives tough, right? We it's in sports, it's in work, it, it's everywhere. And then there's actually an amazing. There's a great psychology behind it all, and and they say that it's because of this. So. For, for a hockey player, let's just let's just take this for example. It can go in any sport and probably any any direction. I know it was certainly the case in construction when I poured concrete. But you have a new rookie, and you always want to kind of you always want to kind of dig in at the rookie. You always want to make fun of his shoes. You want to make fun of uh, the way he dresses, or or maybe something he said, or how he behaves on the ice. And, and you kind of dig in slow. And and it's not bullying. It's I always thought it was bullying, but it's not bullying. It's not seniority. What it is is we internally as humans, we are in a sport of hockey. And the sport of hockey is very fast. And we know at some point this season, we're going to be on a bench. And I'm going to have this young guy next to me. And you know what? 
stuff is going to hit the fan, and it is going to be a, a rut. We're going to be in a valley. Uh, we're losing. It's going to be a bad game. I mean, our coach's job is going to be up for you know, it's a lot. A lot of bad stuff happens. So these players, they they only in this way they kind of get ahead of it. So they want to know: Is this dude? Is this dude going to be there for me when stuff gets really, really bad? Like right now, we're good. It's preseason. Life's great. There's no adversity. Um, so to get along with someone now is fine, but. To, to poke fun at someone's shoes, for example, uh, what they're saying is, I want to see how this young kid reacts to when I rip on his shoes. Because if he is emotional and he freaks out or he gets a little pouty, what do you think is going to happen in November when we're down 3 nothing to Tampa Bay and we're on a four-game skid? I mean, that, that's, that's where it comes from. So it's the players that can kind of brush it off, laugh it off, and just say, hey, man, like, all right. And then they can even poke fun back. That's when the veterans are like, all right, this guy's cool. This guy is going to be there for me um, at our worst, and that to me is what it's all about. Joey V, the final preseason game tomorrow. You've seen all of camp. The Blues will get things started for the regular season a week from tomorrow. What do you think? I think this is going to be a great team, and I'm not just saying this because I'm biased. I, I've, I've seen enough. I've been around enough. Uh, the, the biggest wild card, and, and this is no surprise, but is going to be how Jordan Bennington does. That was the only kind of question mark I had a couple weeks ago, and I'm looking at a kid right now, Randy and Kerry, who's just, he is so locked in. And I think he has just found this other side of motivation that he's never had to find before. You know, I talked about the broadcast a little bit last night when we were getting shellacked by Columbus. At first, I didn't know if it was a football game or a hockey game. It was so bad. <laughs> Seven so we, were kinda, we were kind of jumping all over the place. But we, we talked about, you know, what makes the best players the best. And what, how, do, how does that, an excellent player become elite status? And from my experience of what I've seen and the players that I've played with, I just take Sidney Crosby, for example. You know, Sidney had won a cup by the time I got to play with him. Uh, he won two more after that. He's got all the money in the world. He's got all the endorsements in the world. But you watch Sidney Crosby play hockey this year. It, it's, like, it's like he's Connor McDavid and he hasn't won the treasure trophy yet. It's like he's never won a con smite. It's like he's never won a heart, right? He, he, he plays the game like he's so hungry for what he hasn't done yet. He's got like a chip on his shoulder. And that, to me, is what makes the best players the best because they're able to get everything they've ever wanted out of the game at the highest level. I mean, Sid's won gold medals in the Olympics, Stanley Cup champion, everything. But they still show up every year, and they push like they haven't won anything yet. That's what makes them great. And now I look at Jordan Bennington. Here's a young kid who's basically lived his whole life with a chip on his shoulder, and then he comes into 19, he wins a cup. Perfect. Next year, he's still got something to prove because everyone's like, well, you know, that was one year. Can he back it up? He backs it up. He backs it up another year. He signs uh, a lifetime extension, right? He signs a great, what every player dreams of. So now he's got the money. He's got the endorsements. He's got the Stanley Cup championship, right? He's got everything. But I'm telling you, his laser focus, his poise on and off the ice right now, I love the way he's playing the puck. He looks so structurally sound, just so calm at everything he's doing. I think this is going to be maybe the best year he's going to have. Wow. And I think because he is going to be so good, you look at the you look at the depth on the offensive side of things, and then the top four defense that we have between Letty and Pareko, uh, Falk and Krug, and don't forget about Mikula and Bortuzzo as that bottom. I mean, this this is a sneaky team, and I don't think they're getting enough credit right now. But I think with Jordan Bennington uh, going to be playing as good as I think he is going to play this year. This is going to be another cup contending year, and the Blues fans should be excited about that. Joey V, we love you. We always look forward to this. Can't wait to have you on every Friday. And when you guys get back, we will see you at the rink. 
Hey, can't wait. Yeah, I tell you what, you guys, I, I love listening to you. I, I hear from everyone. You know, Michelle had, you know, you had big shoes to fill their care, but I'm telling you what, you're doing an awesome job, and uh, you guys have great chemistry. Keep up the great work. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thanks, Joseph. Okay, guys. We'll see, see you soon. That's Joe Vitale. He is your Blues Analyst here on 101 ESPN. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up, making a catch! Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football, live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network.